Welcome, my friends, to another episode of Art House Radio. I'm your host, Troy Ramos. I believe this is episode 194. I know it's been a minute. Some of you who were subscribers have probably left at this point. This show is winding down, but I figure got to make it to 200, so we've got some Star Wars episodes coming up with a, maybe a roundtable in anticipation of the final film of the saga, but then they're probably going to make more, so I don't know how that's final film. It's like, uh, you know, like the 10th Encore or something. Uh, but today, I wanted to talk about the movie A Star is Born. Uh, just have a couple of interesting, I don't know if they're interesting or not, but they're thoughts that I had after watching the movie. A Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody, I, I was against those movies before I ever watched them because I felt like there were some snubs at the Oscars last year and I felt like some things got propped up when maybe they shouldn't have. Like, for example, I saw Roma. I thought it was boring. Uh, maybe I need to watch it again, but I didn't like it. I just... I, I didn't necessarily hate it. I didn't think it was terrible. But to get nominated, it just felt like... I don't know how that happened. And I thought First Reformed was amazing. I don't, I don't know why that one didn't get more play. But then I saw Bohemian Rhapsody on a plane and I loved it. I thought it was great. It was fun. Um, it was just interesting. It just pulled me in. I thought it was... I love Queen. I guess if you hate Queen uh, for whatever reason then you probably have trouble with it. But I loved it. And so I watched A Star is Born last night uh, on HBO Go or whatever. I'm thinking, well, let's give it a shot. I don't know. Kind of in the mood. And oh my god, it was so good. At least, I thought the whole thing was was great. Uh, the the ending was a little terrible, I thought. Um, but I, there were basically four things that I just wanted to mention about it uh, that came to my mind. And I have a podcast, so I figured, why not do it? You're there. We'll connect. First, the the, the acting and the music are are brilliant. I, I just I, I love those two so much, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. I She's super interesting, and you know, after watching this, it makes me want to listen to her music more. I, I have more respect for her as a musician after watching this film. Isn't that weird? Somebody has to do another art form for you to appreciate um, the one that launched them, actually. And it's not like she doesn't perform music in the movie, but if I, if you didn't, I didn't really know who she was. I I never. I knew she was in it, but I had never really seen her before, and I don't know, I thought she, you could have got away and just told me it was some actor from southern England, and I wouldn't have known, if, if there wasn't so much hype about it, um, I wouldn't have known, um, but she was fantastic, and Bradley Cooper's uh, pretty much good in everything. I, now, I'm not going to speak for the last ten hangovers, but, uh, you know, the first one was okay. Uh, the, one of the things I really loved about this film was that it was so hopeful to, you know, you watching her go from the dirt to stardom, dirt star, as I like to call it, don't get it confused, uh, that is, it feels like such, I'm just going to say it, I feel like it feels like such an American thing to watch people ascend to something now. You could make the argument that what we're ascending to or what we're striving towards consciously is shallow in some ways. You know, you're, you're, you're going for celebrityism 
ask the Kardashians, ask Honey Boo Boo. You know, they're, they're, I don't know about Honey Boo Boo, but people try to be famous for the sake of being famous. Uh, Americans believe they're, they exist to the extent that they're being filmed, as somebody once said. Interesting ideas, but I, I still love that story of someone who feels they have something good that they can do and they're trying to figure out a way to make that shine bright enough to where other people can take it in. What did Bradley Cooper say in the scene where they're in the bar at the beginning of the movie? He says, listen, everybody in this bar is talented. Everybody does something well. Whatever it is you do, you have to make sure you have something to say. People will listen to that. They might not listen for a long time, but they will listen to you for a while if you have something to say. I thought that was super interesting. So anyway, I love that aspect of it because you really feel like the excitement through her. You're living vicariously through her to see what it's like to have something that you do become illuminated. Going back to the end, I was fucking terrible. Um, I don't think it was done poorly. Uh, you know, if you haven't, I'm sure you've seen this film, but it stars Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga and Sam Elliott, and Bradley Cooper actually directed this. I don't know if he's directed anything else, but um, he should, if he hasn't. Uh, So it wasn't like it wasn't done well, but it was just horribly depressing. And, you know, if you think about the ending, then, and there are spoiler alerts, so if you want to stop this, I mean, you've had like a year to see it, I don't know. I'm just going to talk, I'm just going to, I'm just warning you that I'm going to, I'm going to spoil it, but, you know, if you think about from the moment that he shuts the garage door and kills himself in the end, and you go back and you look at a few certain moments, you'll see the insecurities that maybe led up to that, like he's kind of jealous about certain things with her, and it just made me think about relationships. Like, I think that that's what this movie is actually about. It's not... It, it might be a little bit about finding your talents and uh, developing it and then finding a way to communicate that to the world. But I really feel it was about relationships. If you look at his reaction to some of the things that she said, you can sense doubt. You see it in his face. I'll give you an example. When he, after he embarrasses her at the Grammys and he goes to, uh, you know, rehab, she comes to visit him after he's been in there for a month or two or whatever. And they're so happy to see each other and he's apologized and stuff. And she says to him, are you going to come home when you get out of here? And he's got this look on his face like, of course I am. What are you, what are you talking about? And she kind of says like, well, because I, I just didn't know if that's what your plan was. And he kind of has to like get in her face and not, in a bad way, but just like look her in the eye and go, what are you talking about? And you can sense the way that she said it, that there's part of her that thinks or has thought about maybe what her life would be like if she didn't have somebody who was an alcoholic and had problems in her life. Like that she had given thought to that while they had that time apart while he was in rehab. And she does a really, this is what makes, I think her a really good actor is that you do have trouble reading her a little bit that that's that she that uh, she 
has or hasn't thought about that, and so you see that in his face. Let me give you, if you're a female listening to this, let me give you a little, let me just throw a suggestion out there, and and you can take it or leave it, whatever. But in those types of situations for a man, what you need more than anything is reassurance. And if a man smells doubt, that seed is planted and that reflects on everything else until uh, a, a day in the future or a moment in the future where those doubts are laid to rest. So you can, knowing now that he kills himself in the end, basically because of that slimy asshole manager says to him, what a selfish fuck that guy is. Um, and, he, and to me, he feels like he represents celebrityism itself. Right, but had he been more secure, like no, no, I know she loves me, and she wouldn't, because the slimy manager says to him, you know, you almost ruined her career. Uh, if if you guys ever go your separate ways, then I, you know, I wouldn't be heartbroken if that happened, and then we would focus on her career because you you almost ruined everything for her because of what you did at the Grammys, being drunk on stage and all that, and. If he had not had those doubts about the relationship already, he might have been able to overcome that, or he maybe would have said to her, like, look, your dickhead manager said some really shitty things to me, I just want to make sure that's not how you feel. You know, he might have been able to say that, but because he had these doubts of, like, oh, she didn't even, she asked me if I was going to come home after rehab, like, does she not want me to come home? Like, once those doubts start to get into your mind as a Maybe this happens on both sides, but I'm just saying, as a as a man, you like you. You need to have that solid foundation because you. I'm sure both sides do, but but for men, it's, it's it's. I won't speak for women, obviously, but for men, it's it's very important. So I, I thought that the, in a lot of ways, this movie was about relationships. Seeing those moments now, especially knowing what happens in the end. You know, you look back and see some of those moments where he's not sure, he has insecurities or whatever, and you know, you kind of sense that something like this was going to come, I guess. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm a hopeless romantic, but I always think to myself, like, I would have loved. I'm not trying to tell him how to direct or to tell a story. I'm not saying it should have been this, but to me, deep down, there's a part of me that wants her to tell her asshole manager who said those shitty things to him. Fuck off, I'm done. Like, I don't, I'm, I've fulfilled my contract, like, I'm, whatever. And she just grabs his hand, and they just maybe go to Hawaii for ten years, and they have a couple babies, and they, they, they focus on each other, or, you know, they just run away together. I don't know, I, that would have been a more fulfilling thing than all the possible things that could go wrong. And then when she sings that song... After he's gone, she sings it on stage with an orchestra. Man, it's tough. There were there were some there were some tearjerker moments. Some heartstrings were being plucked like a big tall jazz bass player just plucking away, trying to keep up with with uh, the saxophone player or whatever it is. So those are my thoughts on *A Star Is Born*. I hope I didn't bore you. This is Art House Forty Three. Art House Radio, you can go to arthouse43.com, make a donation if you want to keep the next show going. Now, let me mention one thing. So, I'm going to take an adventure this fall. I was doing this summer gig uh, sort of thing. 
I and I've been leaning towards uh, going back to Detroit, which I'm going to do eventually. But uh, I'm thinking about doing an adventure in between what I'm doing now and going back to Detroit. And I think I'm going to drive out west and I'm going to start a new podcast. And I think I'm going to make it based on you know driving on the road, the experiences of doing that. Maybe I'll take a philosopher with me like not a real philosopher a dead one but their ideas you know like uh, Martin Buber on the road or on the road with Emmanuel Kant (laughs) from Detroit to Portland with Emmanuel Kant that's what it's going to be called so look for that anyway that's going to be happening I'm going to do a fundraiser to try and pay for some of this trip it's not uh, it's not cheap gas is not cheap hotels are not cheap so anyway Thanks for listening. I'll see you on episode 195 as we get closer to 200. Until then, I hope you have a brilliant day.